0: Hello and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host Kelly Crichton and once again this week I'm joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Ross, our resident TV critics who will keep you right on the road to viewing pleasure. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week Alex is talking about Better, a new BBC crime drama that kicked off earlier this week. Finally, we go back to the future to tell you about a program you may have missed when it first aired or streamed. And this week, Stephen has been watching Mindhunter. Looking forward to that chat a bit later. I'm also pleased to say that our Love Island correspondent, I hope she doesn't mind me calling her that, uh, Heather Carrick, will also be joining us a little later to bring us up to speed with all the goings on at the Villa and in Casa more this week. How exciting. But first, what has everyone been watching this week? Hi, Alex and Stephen. Why don't we start with you for a change, Alex? Just sprung that on you there.
1: Oh, my God.
0: What's been on in your house?
1: <laughs> so I started watching Luther recently for the first time because because yep. film's coming out, so mm-hmm. i got to try and catch up. And I'm enjoying it more, like quite a lot more than I expected to. The, the writer, Neil Cross... Did this crime drama called Hard Sun a few years ago, and that was terrible. Okay, uh, so I wasn't I wasn't completely sure what I think of Luther, but but I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. Idris was very good. I think the way it's structured, it's not really a who done it. It's more like a, a how catch them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that works quite well. The way he sort of confronts the criminal each week, but um, it was reminding me a lot of Sherlock. And it's been a while since I've rewatched Sherlock anyway. So I thought I'd kind of do them one after the other because that was how they were sort of released anyway. It was on, on alternate years almost. Uh, so last night I watched the first episode of Sherlock Study in Pink and the original pilot version for when mm-hmm. it was going to be like a six hour long episode show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was good. I think when that show is sort of at its best, like like when it's on on all cylinders, it's yeah, it's unassailable. Yeah, really absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, sorry everyone about the noise in the background. My neighbours have have got some building work on.
0: How rude! <laughs> we can't. Unfortunately, we don't have power over our neighbours to stop building works. So there you go. I actually, my neighbours. Sure I would like it. <laughs> yeah, I know my neighbour was supposed to have a job done in like four weeks last October and it's still going on and they just messaged to say it'd be going on until April. So I hope oh. yours doesn't last as long. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so sorry. Yes, we were we were talking about um, Sherlock and Luther. So yeah, yeah what? Well, so tell us then Luther. I mean, obviously, yeah, Sherlock is kind of a phenomenon, isn't it? When it comes to um, the genre. But um, how does Luther compare, do you think? I think it,
1: it's... Yeah, I mean, it, it stands up well next to it. It's um, what what I was thinking was that Luther was maybe similar to sort of the original version of Sherlock when it was gonna be a like six episodes of an hour rather than the three ninety minutes thing, um, which is why I why I um, sort of went back and rewatched the original pilot, uh, which is definitely not as good as. As Luther or as proper Sherlock, that version of the show definitely wouldn't have been a phenomenon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, Luther. No, I'm enjoying it. It's it's pretty solid. It's, so. How,
0: how did the sorry? How did the pilot kind of differ? Then do you think what was?
1: So it, it's the the main thing is it had a different director, um, okay. and so visually it's not as sort of slick and stylish as Sherlock was. Okay. Cumberbatch's performance isn't quite as precise as it ends up being. Okay. Um, yeah, it's... Not, not to keep going on about Sherlock when we're technically talking about Luther, but I think the decision to redo that pilot is maybe, like, quietly one of the biggest what-if alternate decisions of the past, like, 15 years on television.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. And for the better, obviously. We yeah, yeah, all definitely. Agree. Okay, cool. So, Luther is... There's, there's a film coming out, is that yes. right? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So, film is cinemas, limited cinema release from next week, the 24th, and then it's on Netflix on March 10th. Uh,
0: um, how many series of Luther?
1: Five.
0: So, but, whereabouts are you?
1: Uh, I've just finished the first series. Um,
0: Not going to cram it all before the film, are you? No,
1: well, it's... I think I could, because the... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like short seasons. First is mm. six and then after that there are like four or two. So it's mm. not mm. it's like twenty episodes altogether. So not many.
0: It helps if you you're kind of enjoying it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not being forced to watch it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, yeah, obviously I'm a huge fan of Sherlock, so hard recommend always on Sherlock if you've somehow managed not to watch that over the past few years, then yes, definitely. It's finished, isn't it? We're never getting Sherlock again.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's finished. Yeah, the yeah. um, Robert Downey Jr. films are bringing another one out,
1: aren't
0: they? Oh, are they? Um, well,
1: I believe it when I yeah. say
0: it. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm sure we'll have a different reincarnation of Sherlock at some point, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very hard to tap Cumberbatches, I think. Okay, Stephen, what have you been watching?
2: I've gone back to sort of keep going with Black Mirror, which I don't think I've seen an episode of in about two years. I don't know why, because I really, okay. really liked it, but I, I, it's obviously quite heavy going at times. Mm-hmm. So I finished the second to last season, which I sort of left halfway through. And mm-hmm. I think the episode I went back to was like the lowest rated of the the entire show. The um, I think it's called Mechanic. And it's the mm-hmm. episode, the black and white episode with a lot of like robot dogs that are hunting this... Um, woman and her friends through like a sort of not post-apocalyptic but post-major conflict sort of earth Mm. um and it was really good like really tense really well done really dark like i was really really invested in it more than i have been with a lot of the other episodes Mm. and i really didn't get why it was um so like poorly received um i don't know if it was critically Mm. panned but like the general public didn't seem to like that episode
0: because it was in black and white,
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah. It could have been because it was black and white, and there wasn't that much dialogue. Because the majority of it is one person, yeah, on the run from. I mean, it's a bit in some ways like a quiet place. Um, like you mm-hmm. have this really like dark sort of unstoppable threat, and once it gets a track of you, you're basically screwed. Mm. Um, and it was yeah, it was it was great. I thought, and then I watched Black Museum after that, um, which is, I think is the last episode in the second to last season and mm-hmm. that was really good as well again just like black mirror is really good at just existential dread and like what what's like the worst thing that could ever happen to that's, a person
0: that's kind of why i don't watch it I, yeah, well just, this is why i left
2: well, it for two years but. i
0: know i know it's been a bad time for that those kind of thoughts <laughs> we have enough of them in reality already <laughs> yeah.
2: well i think this is why they're not making any more at the minute because yeah. um I think they are. Ah, oh, we'll edit we yeah. that out. So I think, um, <laughs> despite that, they're making some more going forward. Yeah. Good news. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay, so, but yeah, obviously you still like them, but it's just, they really can be a good, bit heavy, yeah. can't they? Yeah, exactly. Maybe just watch them after you've had a really fun weekend or something like that. So yeah, <laughs> when you're feeling most alive.
2: Next week's Back to the Future might be a similar sort of thing to that, a really good, but really sort of existential Sure. So okay. stay tuned next week.
0: Oh, good. Nice little teaser there, Fine Stephen. Teaser. Oh, yeah. teaser. Turning to right audio pro here. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, well, I was just saying before we started that I saw very little uh, TV. We were away for half term with the kids and stuff. And therefore, we were just kind of busy. I did watch The Gold on Sunday night, which I really enjoyed. And I'm looking forward to... I'm, I'm just going to do it uh, week, week to week as opposed to um, watching it all. And... I watched The Brits on Saturday night, which was hilarious because I have not watched The Brits live, in inverted commas, I guess it's a slight delay in it, for years and years and years. And I thought it was entertaining enough, I have to say. I thought Mo Gilligan was quite um, funny and they're always so awkward, these award things. Um, I think he did a pretty good job, although I was kind of watching Twitter at the same time and people were just like, oh, cringe, cringe, cringe was kind of the feeling nationally but I kind of I was like but that's kind of the way these things are isn't it like it's just all awkward people or people not wanting to talk to the host and uh, I don't know but yeah and always good to see a bit of like uh, people trying to be a little bit irreverent and swearing in their speeches and things like that and um (laughs) it didn't happen a lot but it was entertaining enough and a couple of good performances as well so um yeah it was something different you know Uh, So that's what we've been watching this week. We will be moving along. Now, Alex is going to tell us about a new crime drama uh, which started on Monday night in BBC One called Better. I saw this and I was like, oh, need to watch that. Have not got a clue what it's about. So looking forward to you telling us, Alex.
1: Okay. Uh, So Better is about a policewoman. Uh, Her name is Lou Stacks. And for the past 20 years, she's been working closely with a, a local gangster called Cole. Um, and after sort of 20 years, they've they've both been kind of helping each other out. She's been turning a blind eye to his crimes. He's been feeding her information. They've both sort of risen up the, the respective ranks because of how they've been helping each mm. other. Uh, her son has a near-death experience. And so off the back of that, she suddenly sort of reconsiders everything. She's like, oh, God, have I been, you know, what's been happening? Should I not be doing this? Do I need to remove myself from this this situation, this kind mm. of corruption, all of these crimes I'm helping do? Um, and so what it does is it's, it, it's kind of looking at her change of heart, uh, that kind of road to Damascus moment, but really slowing it down okay. and kind of dwelling on, like, you know, is, is she doing this out of genuine conscience? Is she doing it out of sort of vanity, self-indulgence? She's like, oh, I need to be better. Is is she just exhausted after all this time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, yeah, it is, it's kind of one of those, I don't want to say morality tales, but it's like about redemption. It's about the police officer who's corrupt and trying to remove themselves from that situation. Um, Which on one level is something we've kind of seen quite a few times. It's a little bit like, you know, stuff that crops up in, Mm. in Luther and Happy Valley Mm. about three or four times in line of duty. Mm. Um, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. That, that not at all repetitive program. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's a whole other thing. I'll be here all night. But um, yeah, it's, it's 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 solid it's fine it's um have you seen all of it yeah i have seen all of it five parts is it five parts yeah i'm never mad keen on crime dramas it's it's just not my kind of genre immediate Mm -hmm. yeah genre Um,
0: i love a a crime drama so
1: yeah so i think sometimes it's worth almost sort of like rounding up a bit like Mm. if i'm Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid, You've got a bias a towards drama. the negative. Yeah, yeah a bit like Stephen
0: with everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I suppose. Um, Stephen is yeah, laughing. So if it... anyone
0: can't see his face, he's laughing, I promise.
1: Right? Oh, yeah. Uh... and <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice sincere laugh. All right, go on.
1: But, um, yeah, so I think throughout I was kind of like, you know, hmm on it. I think the last episode is very good. Um, specifically, the 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 ending, like the last five ten minutes or so. Mm. Obviously, any recommendation that's like, oh, you know, the last ten minutes of this five-hour program—that's where it gets good. You know, like grain well, of salt. I think it's but, kind of um, worth it,
0: though, isn't it? A good ending is worth yeah, probably a yeah, lot in the grand scheme of things.
1: But I think satisfying the, ending. The main thing that's kind of good about it is you—you you know, these these two, the police officer and the criminal. They are genuinely friends, and they mm. are genuinely like close and affectionate after the two decades. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and the two actors, Layla Farzad and Andrew Andrew Bucken, yeah, Andrew Bucken. They're very good at that kind of affection together. Um, I think Andrew Bucken's very good. Generally, he's a very good actor. He's very good at voices and accents. Mm. Um, mm. He's, he's Irish he's, in this, isn't it? Irish in this. He was Scottish in industry. In, he was in that Boris Johnson program playing yeah, Matt, Hancock, played Matt Hancock. yeah And he got Man, Matt Hancock's voice. It was very, very close. Very good imitation. Mm-hmm. So he's very good at voices.
0: Cool. Okay. I'm looking forward to watching that now, I must say. Um, yeah, I think I like those kind of programs where, you know, they're not two black and white where you've kind of flawed characters that are they kind of examine that a bit you know and yeah. it, like you're not always a, always a good person or a bad person maybe there's
1: there are bits of it where it does feel a little bit simplistic okay. in, in that regard okay um, but but other places where it does feel more more insightful. Do you think so, that,
0: obviously, this is, I know the gold kind of replaced Happy Valley, but it does sound like a an extra sort of lead on. They're trying mm-hmm. to capitalise on the market, the Happy Valley yeah. market, aren't
1: they? Yeah, there, there's some obvious kind of crossover in terms of geography. But other than that, there's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it has some kind of similar themes, similar approaches. I don't know that positioning this so close to that will help this. Mm. Um, it's kind of surprising, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, I mean, I've said I wasn't always completely sure about Happy Valley, but mm-hmm. that was, it, even at the points where I was least sure about it, mm. it was clearly better than this. Mm.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Um, so it's not always a flattering comparison. Mm.
0: But, I get you. Okay. Yeah,
1: there's there's probably some crossover. Okay,
0: okay. Cool. Uh, but That's better. It's on BBC One on Monday nights for the next few weeks. Cool.
1: Yeah. And all on iPlayer.
0: All on iPlayer already. Yep. Thank you very much, Alex. Right. We're going to go back to the future now with Stephen, who's going to tell us about Mind Hunter. Yep. Where can we watch Mind Stephen?
2: We can watch it on Netflix. Okay. And there's
0: two series. Is that correct?
2: Two seasons. So okay. season one has 10 episodes. Season two has nine episodes. Yes. I'm not sure why, but I didn't mm. write it. Um, <laughs> came out in 2017, and then the second season in 2019, um, and the episodes are about an hour long each, but some of them are like 35 minutes. It varies a little bit, and yet, yeah, weirdly, like, well, not weirdly, if you watch it because you can tell. But seven of the episodes are directed by David Fincher, who mm-hmm. did um, Gone Girl, Seven, Zodiac, that kind of thing, and was mm. a producer on House of Cards. Weirdly, mm. um, mm-hmm. so it's got that sort of gritty, thrillery, psychological mm-hmm. sort of thing that i quite like um but what it's about is it's sort of based on a true story or inspired by a true story anyway of Mm -hmm. the this sort of team that pioneers psychological profiling in the fbi in the 1970s and they do this by interviewing a series of serial killers Um, so you have characters like real life serial killers like ed kemper and Mm -hmm. benjamin bartwright Mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny Brudos, and Charlie Manson, who's obviously the the big one. Um, Mm -hmm. Interestingly, a little bit of trivia, um, the guy who plays Charlie Manson in this, whose name is Damon Herriman, I think. So he played Charlie Manson in in this in 2019, and that same year appeared in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as Charlie Manson as well, the Mm. Tarantino film. Getting himself typecast a
0: bit. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think... He got into a bit of trouble because he wasn't like he hadn't told one of them that he was playing the same character in the other project. Oh no. And then they were like, well, what? what, what? <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's inspired by the sort of real character. Uh, um, Jonathan Groff plays Holden Ford, and Holden mm. Ford is a character inspired by the real life John Douglas. And then Holt McCarley plays. Bill Trench, who's inspired by the real life person Robert Ressler. These are the two FBI agents who wrote the book about psychological profiling and wrote about their experiences. And then they've adapted that sort of book into this series. Um, and Anatov plays Wendy Carr, Dr. Wendy Carr, who was inspired by Dr. Anne Burgess, who also mm-hmm. helped them. And it's It's interesting because apparently a lot of the interviews featured in the series are like word-for-word reproductions of the actual interviews that were recorded in the 70s with the serial killers. That's interesting. Yeah. Again, it's quite heavy going because some Mm -hmm. of the stuff they're talking about is quite morbid and graphic. And when you factor in that it's all real, it sort of adds another layer to it. Like these really uh, sort of sick, demented people talking about how they've mutilated and abused Mm -hmm. corpses well they were their corpses because they've killed the person and then abused the corpse as well so it's it's all really grim Mm -hmm. but the way that you see the fbi profilers trying to like get through to and relate to the these serial killers is really quite Mm -hmm. interesting
0: yeah
2: and there's also a little bit of like human drama as well as the team sort of comes into conflict over how to go about it and whether what they're doing is entirely moral. So, like, um, mm-hmm. the character of Holden tries to get down to like the serial killer's level and, like, relate to them and talk in their language and the other guys are sort of thinking, this is a bit yeah. grim, we don't really want to encourage it, we don't want to befriend them. But then they're trying to get through to them to help solve real-life open cases as well. So yes, it's it sort yeah. of, like, does the end justify the means kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I w- I watched it when it first came out, and um, I really loved I really loved it. I thought it was great. Mm. I thought the acting was great. I found the story really interesting, but it got cancelled, didn't it? After the second series, I think it got cancelled. There was plans for more, but yeah, um, yeah.
2: So, which is a bit a, it, bit everyone of a shame. who watched it seemed to enjoy it. I just I don't know if en- enough people watched it. Maybe it just mm. found a niche, but the niche was too small. But it's, it's weird because it's the kind of show that people love. It's basically mm. a Netflix true crime drama, but mm-hmm. a dramatization rather than interview based.
0: Yeah, it's like the actual predecessor of the Criminal Minds that we were talking about last week, isn't it? It's like the original Criminal, mm. Criminal Minds. It's how that all started, basically. Yeah. yeah, so you surely you'd think there is a market for it, but very strange.
2: Yeah, Criminal Minds run, r- runs for 16 seasons and this is yeah.
0: Yeah, and this is such better production quality and acting and budget and everything, you know. So it's a bit of a shame, but yeah, sad.
2: I, I think the serial killers in this are really well acted. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I, they're so disturbing. The, I think it's Ed Kemper, the really tall guy. The big guy with Ed the Kemper?
0: glasses. Yeah, I think that's the guy. He sticks out in my mind as well. I can picture him when I could can't He's really picture kid. the rest of them. Yeah. Because he's he's really threatening. You know, these are, you know, big enough men that are going to interview him. And he's like so much bigger than them. And he's been like killing these women and mutilating them and whatnot. And he's just so scary as as a because, well, Mm. you know, he's a real person as well. That's what makes it even scarier, I guess. Did you watch it, Alex, when it came out?
1: No, no, I never, never got around to it
0: to-do My list,
1: to-do dad do was list. very into it, though. It yeah. was very sad when it was cancelled.
0: Well, I can't kind of get over it's, it. it. It's yeah, maybe worth it'll get revitalised.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What's that actress's name that's in it? Did you say
2: Anatov?
0: Yeah, she's great. She's in a few things. Well, she was in mm. The Last of Us for a little bit, wasn't she? And she was in The Newsreader. I really like her. She's really cool.
2: Mm, she's really good in this as well. Yeah. The the one thing I will say about it is you have it's something you can't really just put on and drift in and out of. Um, mm. You because it's so dialogue heavy and it's so based on the subtleties of the conversation as well. And how these people are interacting in the subtext is something you really won't get as much out of if you aren't just sat down to watch Mm. it. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, it's definitely, definitely worth uh, giving a go. And I, I would like them to sort of commission it for another season. Uh, I, th- mm. I thought the the season one ending was great. Like it ends with sort of nothing resolved, kind of like a mid like a mid season episode ending, but like mm-hmm. it's also like a huge WTF sort of moment. Really, the first season was great, and also the second season holds up as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. Really good. Definitely recommend to people. It's there's not only like it's not all just conversations with serial killers. Like there's a whole. Line, uh, storyline about actually them setting up the unit and it's a real struggle for them to mm-hmm. get the powers that be to kind of fund them and um sh- they have to kind of show them the importance of the fact that there is actually this common threads appearing between these serial killers and that they can kind of analyze them and learn things from them and yeah it's really good really enjoyable so that's available on Netflix thank you for that. Stephen. Finally today, Heather joins us once again to talk all things Love Island. Hi, Heather. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm uh,
3: all excited. Casa Moore's here, so...
0: Oh, I know. I was going (laughs) to say, still enjoying Love Island. Well, (laughs) is that maybe too strong a word, enjoying? (laughs) Tell us what's been happening in the villa. And of course, this week, the reason to get you on is the fact that it's Casa Moore, usually one of the more exciting weeks of action. Uh, on North island so tell us what has been going on
3: absolutely yeah so it is it's, it's casa more week finally i think all the fans have been uh waiting mm-hmm. for casa more we've had um i'll say somewhat of a subdued series i think it's yeah. been quite um quite a kind of low drama almost i think we had a lot okay. of power at the start but we've seen some um kind of fan favorites og islanders leave the ailing quite early compared to other series so it's kind of okay. filling a bit of void for drama I think that, that viewers are, are missing in the past few weeks but we do have mm. some drama already coming from Casa where we have uh, a few couplings that we thought were maybe a little bit stronger than they were before going in and
0: Ugh. doesn't that happen every year pretty much oh, there's oh, always someone well that lets you down badly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> absolutely absolutely I think it is it's, it's just what the the show needed, and I think, uh, like I say, the fans were kind of calling out for Casa Amor, waiting for a bit of excitement mm-hmm. in the villa because I think it has sort of stagnated in the past, in the yeah. past couple of
0: weeks just prior okay. to,
3: to Casa Amor.
0: Yeah, we were chatting about this recently, and we were kind of saying, is it, you know, because it's winter time and people aren't sort of ready for you know, beach bodies and thinking about the summer Mm -hmm. and, you know, or maybe we just don't want to be like looking at people having a nice time in the sun because we're not. And is it got to do with like it being in South Africa and not Europe? Is there sort of an identification thing or whatever? But it's funny because I would normally when the normal series is on, I would normally see quite a lot of chatter about it online Mm -hmm. and in my social media and stuff. And I just have not seen very much at all. I suppose that maybe speaks to the fact that there's nothing very exciting happening.
3: Well, I think that's it. I think you can see a lot of things are different. This series, you know, you have that social media ban. You have, you know, it's in South Africa. It's a winter series. It's not quite the same as summer, although it has mm. the same um, skeleton. It has the same body as the same um, as the summer series. Sorry. So yeah. there's not actually a lot that's different on screen, given that it's winter mm. and it's South Africa. We see kind of similar villa. It's slightly different building but we it's the same format it's they're all sleeping in the same bedroom they have the pool they have the gym they have everything that's not really Mm. determined by location i think it is just yeah i don't know if if there's just something not grabbing fans in the same way it usually does with the summer season and Mm. also i think it's maybe a little bit of fatigue with the format as well do you think cast them more when it first was introduced um I don't think it was used in the first series or two, but it was kind of introduced as a twist and no one saw it coming. But now everyone waits for Casa Moore, which I think.
0: <laughs> God, it says a lot about how predictable people are in a way, oh, doesn't absolutely. it? You know, like there's bound to be a couple of bozos in there who like, as soon as they lose sight of the girl they're with or, Boy, they're with. They'll be like, ah, here's somebody new here to play with, and I couldn't possibly a <laughs> whole day to go back to that other person or whatever it is. So yeah, tell us. So what have what have the shockers been then?
3: So we have um personally for me, like I was very shocked. We saw in the episode last night, Farmer Well, who's become a bit of a fan favorite. Okay, uh, he um was a TikTok star. I only knew about him when he, he started on the show, but um, yeah. became a, a sort of TikTok star from TikToks from his farm, went on the show and was the kind of cheeky, chappy, sort of uh-huh. um, the funny one rather than the big buff one or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think he just became a really lovable character. Uh, we mm. had Jesse, who came in from uh, Love Island, Australia, oh. as well. Um, we had That was another, actually, uh, kind of, I guess, twist, if you want to call it, earlier mm. this season. Okay. We had uh, two contestants come in. It was Jesse and Aaron.
0: Oh, and they've both been in Love Island somewhere else before, is it? Yeah, so
3: they were both in Love Island Australia. Okay. Uh, which I think is one of the most popular, a broad series of the, of yeah. the show. Uh, so I guess the kind of hardcore fans would know who they are, but again, it was yeah. that sort of thing that I think a lot of people just. They were like, "Oh, okay." It's <laughs> a whole new uh, Island, Australia,
0: a whole, um, whole new industry for Love Island uh, um, ex contestants to go off and do it in another country. Right. Okay, cool. So yeah, so what happened with with? So it was Farmer, Farmer Wh- Will, yeah, and Jesse or
3: So they mm-hmm. Jesse um coupled up with uh, Well, and they've been going really strong over the past uh, week or so, two weeks maybe. I can't remember when they last uh, coupled up, but yeah, they've kind of. Been one of the, less, the most the most drama-free couples. Mm. Uh, so I think everyone kind of went into Casamore thinking, nah, they'll be pretty solid. They'll be
0: one of the ones to, you know, come out the end of that. And so the boys went into Casamore? No, is that where it was the, girls, what, the girls this year, yeah. yeah. Oh, they uh-huh. did the other way around. Okay, yeah. so the girls go to Casamore, which is another villa nearby, and then there are some new charming boys to meet them there yeah absolutely absolutely okay so jesse's um, t- had her her head turned
3: well it was will actually well the oh. <laughs> the lovable rogue will was actually uh, had his head turned whereas jesse seems to be uh on the straight and oh, narrow with God. it which
0: it does it just makes it more heart wrenching when that decision comes at the end of the week but um, so yeah so tell listeners at the end of the week what basically happens is there's a it's it's not. Is it technically a coupling up? But they they decide whether they're going to stay with the person yeah. they were with in the villa or if they're going to be with the new person. Yeah. And am I right in saying it's the people who are outside coming back, sort of make the decision? Is that right? So actually,
3: there's um there's contestants that are put into the main villa as well when the girls have gone. Mm-hmm. So there's five new girls that are given to the villa uh for the boys to to see if they can. Uh, stop with their temptations and obviously the girls have uh, a set of new boys in the other villa so um, it's decisions all round for, for our contestants. Okay, okay. Yeah. it's always
0: a very cringy thing. Oh that, it's horrible that, sometimes. Some of them will have chosen them and they're sitting there waiting for them and then their partner in inverted comes comes back in with somebody yeah. who oh it's just terrible.
3: It's really really hard to watch
0: sometimes. Uh, yeah but it, hard to watch in a like we love it we love to watch it too oh, kind a of no. way which makes everybody feel a little bit dirty but there you go and
3: I think that's that's one of the main appeals that everyone waits for for Castle yeah. more is that that twist in the drama oh, Um but okay. it, it's, it's 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 been a sort of I think everyone's just went a bit wild this year even when the girls found out that we're going to Castle Amour I think their excitement was off the charts. So um, God.
0: Okay.
3: it was, I don't, know if it, I don't know what's happening in the South African Villa, if it's boredom or yeah. whatever, but it seems Maybe they
0: were bored. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, well, let's wait and see what happens between Farmer Will and Jesse. Uh, when is that? Friday night, Saturday? Oh, it's Friday night, isn't it? Yeah. It or should, usually it should be. It Friday. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you for coming on once again, Heather. No doubt we'll speak to you before the series is out. <laughs> well,
3: thank you very much.
0: Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Do look out for Friday Morning Screen Babble, Weekend Watch, which will preview what to watch over the weekend and beyond. If you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms as National World. You can also sign up for our weekly TV newsletter if you go to nationalworld.com forward slash newsletter. We'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back again next week with more Screen Babble. Bye. Bye.